Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in a year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Shana Tova, today is Rosh Hashanah 5783, day 2. We've just wrapped up the holiday here in Israel, celebrated by um, making Havdalah and stepping into the first day of the new year after Rosh Hashanah. Put the kids to bed, and since we weren't able to get this holiday reading out before the holidays, things were just too busy, um, I'm coming on here first thing to get this to you as quickly as possible. I hope that you had a sweet celebration with your family, if you celebrated, and um, that it was a good time. Well, today in history, the heads of the families studied Torah with Ezra, the scribe, from Nehemiah 8.13, or Nehemiah 8.13, we read, Then on the second day, the heads of the father's households of all the people, the priests and the Levites, were gathered to Ezra the scribe that they might gain insight into the words of the Torah. This week's parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Va'yelech, which means, and he went. Today is the 32nd day of repentance. These are the days of repentance and returning, leading up to Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Today's portion from the Torah will be a little bit special since it is pertaining to Rosh Hashanah, to the Feast of Trumpets, and we'll be reading Genesis 22, followed by Numbers 29, 1 through 6. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And it came to pass after these things that God tested Avraham and said to him, Avraham, and he said, Hineni, he said, Now take your son, your only son, Yitzchak, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah. Offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will tell you of. Avraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Yitzchak his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Avraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off. Avraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship and come back to you. And Avraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Yitzchak his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife, and they both went together. But Yitzchak spoke to his father Avraham and said, My father? And he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Here is the fire and the wood, 
But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. They came to the place which God had told him of. Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, bound Yitzchak his son, and laid him on the altar, on the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Avraham, Avraham. He said, Hineni. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Avraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and saw that behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. Avraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. So Avraham called the name of that place the Lord Yireh, as it is said to this day, On the mount of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Avraham a second time from heaven and said, I have sworn by myself, says the Lord, because you have done this thing, and have not withheld your son, your only son, that I will bless you greatly, and I will multiply your seed greatly like the stars of the heavens and like the sand which is on the seashore. Your seed will possess the gate of his enemies. All the nations of the earth will be blessed by your seed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Avraham returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to Be'er Sheva, and Avraham lived at Be'er Sheva. And it came to pass, after these things, that Avraham was told, Behold, Milka, she also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Buz his brother, Kemuel the father of Aram, Chesed, Chatzo, Pildash, Yidlaf, and Betuel. Betuel became the father of Rivka. These eight Milka bore to Nahor, Avraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Reuma, also bore Teva, Gaham, Tahash, and Maaka. That was Genesis 22. And next we're going to read Numbers 29, verses 1 through 6. In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work. It is a day of blowing the shofar for you. You shall offer a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. One young bull, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, and their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths for the bull, two-tenths for the ram, and one-tenth for every lamb of the seven lambs, and one male goat for a sin offering, to make atonement for you. In addition to the burnt offering for Rosh Chodesh, with its grain offering, and the continual burnt offering with its grain offering, and their drink offerings, according to their ordinance, for a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord.
That was Numbers 29, 1-6. This holiday Haftarah portion is Jeremiah 31, 2-20. Or if your Bible follows the Hebrew chapter and verse counting, it is verse 1-19. through 19. This is what the Lord says. The people who survived the sword found favor in the wilderness. Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. The Lord appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore I have drawn you with loving kindness. I will build you again, and you will be built, O Virgin of Israel. You will again be adorned with your tambourines, and you will go out in the dances of those who make merry. Again you will plant vineyards on the mountains of Shomron. The planters will plant and will enjoy its fruit. For there will be a day that the watchmen on the hills of Ephraim cry, Arise, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For this is what the Lord says, Sing with gladness for Yaakov, and shout for the chief of the nations, Publish, praise, and say, The Lord save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the uttermost parts of the earth, along with the blind and the lame, the woman with child, and her who travails with child together. A great company shall return there. They will come with weeping, and I will lead them with petitions. I will cause them to walk by rivers of waters in a straight way in which they will not stumble. For I am a father to Israel. Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations, and declare it in the distant islands and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Yaakov and ransomed him from the hand of him who was stronger than he. They will come and sing in the height of Zion and will flow to the goodness of the Lord, to the grain, to the new wine, to the oil, and to the young of the flock and of the herd. Their soul will be as a watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. Then the virgin will rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning to joy, and will comfort them, and make them rejoice from their sorrow. I will satiate the soul of the Kohanim with fatness, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Refrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, says the Lord, and they will come again from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your latter end, says the Lord. Your children will come again to their own territory. 
I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself thus, You have chastened me, and I was chastened as an untrained calf. Turn me, and I will be turned, for you are the Lord my God. Surely after that I was turned, I repented. After that I was instructed, I struck my thigh. I was ashamed, yes, even confounded, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a darling child? For as often as I speak against him, I still earnestly remember him. Therefore my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says the Lord. That was Jeremiah 31, verses 2 through 20. And now our portion from the Apostles for today, which is 1 Corinthians 15, verses 35 through 58. But someone will say, How are the dead raised? And with what kind of body do they come? You foolish one, that which you yourself sow is not made alive unless it dies. And that which you sow, you do not sow the body that will be, but a bare grain, maybe of wheat or of some other kind. But God gives it a body even as it pleases him, and to each seed a body of its own. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial differs from that of the terrestrial. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, that which is spiritual is not first, but that which is natural, then that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, made of dust, the second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the one made of dust, such are those who are also made of dust. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, let us also bear the image of the heavenly. Now I say this, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does the perishable inherit imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last shofar, for the shofar will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must become imperishable.' 
and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this perishable body will have become imperishable, and this mortal will have put on immortality, then what is written will happen. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Sheol, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the Torah. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That was 1 Corinthians 15, verses 35 through 58. And it concludes our readings for this Chag, for this feast. Well, I pray that the scriptures were a blessing to you today and that you will have a wonderful continuation of your day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom, Chag Sameach, Shana Tova. May you have a sweet new year.